0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Reeds and Weeds. This is the show where we smoke weed and have a little book club. And uh, we just—I've already done a couple this month. And I was with a couple of my girlfriends um, the other day, and we were jokingly doing affirmations because we were very, very frustrated, and we were sort of pretending to say our affirmations and claim that we were technically savvy and that we were patient and all these things. And I started thinking about how long I've been reading affirmations. And I got really curious about when I bought into the idea of affirmations and how some people never buy into the idea of affirmations. But reading affirmations is not uncommon. And I think people use. So anyway, uh, I suggested that uh, day that my guests that are here, who were normally meeting up to record world dance workout videos, check it out, get in shape, etc. cetera. <laughs> but uh, we've been dancing together a long time, and uh, we started talking about affirmations. So introduce yourself, ladies. Hi, I'm Nikki. Nikki. Hi, I'm Sandy. Hi, Sandy. (laughs) We're at Sandy's house. (laughs) And, uh, Everything's fine today, right? Everything is wonderful (laughs) today. Everything is wonderful. We're stating the truth that we are going to claim, which is we know how to record and film videos. (laughs) We're so tech savvy. (laughs) We're so tech savvy. Okay, so let me ask you this. How, How long have you guys been writing and reading affirmations? And like, when can you recall... That you were like, oh, that's something that I think is legitimate.
1: So I've been interested in affirmations for a while, Um, definitely a few years. But I can honestly say, like, reciting them every day, um, about a year and a half. Oh, wow. I'd say about a year and a half. I've been pretty consistent with it. Okay, And what
0: caused that? I wanted a change in my life. And what caused you to believe that, like, you know, there's all these things out there. And some people are like, I'm never going to do that bullshit. But other people think it's the easiest, most perfect thing in the world. So
1: what caused you to, like, believe it? Well, the power of positive thinking and just seeing that... What some of my friends have manifested within their lives really inspired me to, you know what, I'm going to try this out because I am not happy with my current situation. So let me try this, this positive, uh, positive way of thinking. And the affirmations help that. OK, OK, Sandy.
2: Well, yeah, I think my story is very similar to Nikki's, in that I was looking for a change in my life and not really sure which way to go. And I also believe in the power of prayer. So I definitely have been able to utilize prayer with affirmations and meditations to um, help transform my thought processes and the way that I ultimately then the way that I feel. And the way things are going for me on a day to day basis.
0: Okay, so there was never a point where you guys thought it was just crap. You were always kind of like, "Oh, okay, that makes some sense over there."
1: Honestly, no, I don't. I don't. Okay.
2: I don't think so. I'd okay. say for me, um, probably like, oh geez, maybe eight to ten years ago. I I was, I don't know how long ago, but it was a while back. I dated somebody and he was, you know, the man that I was dating kind of thought, you know, it was hokey. Like he, he mentioned, or he thought that, you know, like reading affirmations on like a calendar and you've got like a nice quote and a positive saying was just um, almost cliche. And so at that point I never felt that way about it, but I just tried to understand how somebody else could kind of look at it and think it's kind of like. Hogwash. <laughs> so yeah.
0: you know, well, I think yeah. they just have some people just have a dark, cynical soul. There, there's that too. So <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> and they're right. just like, don't you be trying to cheer me up, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> they're like so resistant. Right. But so I, I'm um, definitely not believing in the power of right. what, I- internalizing it? Yes. Yes. Well, and, and also I think there's a, so two lessons from this. I I sold books door to door starting in nineteen ninety three, I think for nine years. And this company that I worked with, uh, so I was probably only about 20 or something. I can't remember was, uh, all about, you know, you write out your goals and everything. Mm -hmm. You say them every day, all the time. You say, everybody's getting them. You say, you say, people love me here. I love my neighborhoods that I work in. And you're taught how to like, there's only two things you can do. You can either change what you're doing like, I don't like feeling rushed in the morning. It's like, well, you can either like it or get up earlier. Those are your choices, you know? So you have to, like, all the time, you're trying to adjust. Like, I'm a hard worker. Is that what I want to tell myself? Or things come easy to me. Like, and you start understanding that you're training your mind all day. You're saying shit to yourself all day anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The only thing in my mind that affirmations do is is get a hold of it and go, okay. If I'm not telling myself what to think, what I'm gonna end up thinking is like impending doom. <laughs> you know, like too many people are dying. <laughs> this world is fucked up. You know, and then I'm like, whoa whoa, whoa, I've gotta get a hold of that, you know. So for me it's this very old habit that I go into and out of. And when I look back, like I'm a, I'm a journaler. Like this is just, I'm opening. It's always good to do visual references on the podcast (laughs) because no one can see. I've got a notebook on the table and it's my birthday month. And my, for my birthday, what I wanted to do was write every single day, And just only big thinking things, only gratitude things, vision things, you know, wonderful things, right? Just what would it be like if I committed to 30 days of just writing... Positive things, okay? And what I realized is it started blending together. At first, in this notebook, I was doing kind of a visioning thing. It's like Reads and Weeds has a thousand subscribers just on one site. I found the perfect assistant producer and have, have a very clear six month plan. I have at least $250 a month in sponsors each month for the next six months. I love the book lineup I've got. And so it's basically me saying, this is what I'm speaking into reality. Exactly. Right? Yes. So, and I want to talk about your new job. But then I, when I started doing I, I'm Grateful, then I realized it starts to feel your brain doesn't know the difference. So my pitch, because I was a coach. You guys know I was a coach for five or six years, right? And one of the things I realized is how clear it is when you're talking to someone Like if they say, I suck at time management, you're like, well, that's what you believe about yourself. So (laughs) I'm sure you do, because if you find a day when you're managing your time fine, you'll go, wait, well, what I believe about myself is that I suck at time management. So I better kind of fuck things up so that I'm late Mm -hmm. or that I get behind or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we're training our mind. So, um, I love that. Can I just butt in for
2: one quick second? Tell you that. Yes, please. Um, when you say you're training your mind, you literally are. So there's scientific evidence that shows us, so it is it is not hogwash, it's, it's real. There's scientific evidence that shows us that your brain changes, your brain matter, matter and your brain chemistry changes with the way that we think. Our thoughts turn into matter and real things. So if we're thinking positive things and starting to feel positive ways and beyond that, then... Um, I just absolutely love it. I love the neuroanatomy. I love the way that mm-hmm. our brains work. I love that we can fire off new neurons and create pathways in our brain to open up to new ways of thinking and flexible thinking. Love oh it. yeah, Amen. brain training. So yeah, to <laughs> exactly. piggyback on training, training yourself, training your
0: mind. Yeah. So. You recently started changing all these things, and you get a new job that you're starting mm-hmm. soon. And I you did. were going on and on about it the last time we were here, and you were like, it's exactly what I pictured. So excited. So tell me what you wrote down and what you got and how long it took. Well, actually, it's not exactly what I was expecting at all
1: at all okay um I was expecting to be working in the cannabis industry right now so to rewind just a bit um I have been in healthcare for the past eight years now um the past four I have been a traveling physical therapist assistant so Sandy is also a traveling occupational therapist yeah. we work for different companies um Anyways, so I do a lot of driving around, a lot of traveling all day long, and when the p- pandemic happened, um, work got very slow. so I approached a friend who is in the cannabis industry, asking, "Hey, you have anything I can do I, I really need some extra income right now So I was a sales rep for her, traveling around, still in my own car. I was still doing therapy and doing cannabis sales so I knew that I wanted to get out of healthcare. It's just I, I don't want to be in this field anymore. <laughs> it's time for me to move on. So I was thinking, it's been about a, about a year. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Well, I'm, I'm really enjoying this whole sales thing. So I, I was saying, I want to make a six-figure salary. I drive all around all the time. Yes, I I do get reimbursed for my mileage, um, but that's a lot of wear and tear on your car. I I have a new car. Uh, I have had it for just under a year and have already put 19,000 miles on it. So yes, I'm getting reimbursed, but it's still a lot of wear and tear on my car. So Mm -hmm. I want a company car. I want a company car, and I want an expense account so that I don't have to pay for my gas. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I I want a 401 k retirement. I need it to be able to provide insurance for myself. Mm -hmm. So these are things that not only did I say out loud, I wrote it down. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. This is what I want. I'm not going to worry about the how, or the when, or Mm -hmm. the who. Don't worry about how it's going to happen. Just speak out loud, write it down what you want. Mm-hmm. I would say about a year later, I'm really thinking I'm going to be doing this cannabis job. You know, I, I'm working for this company, they're expanding, things seem to be lining up. Well, as I'm waiting for them, the owner of my healthcare company also owns several other businesses. He offered me a job as a medical sales rep. I won't be selling medications. I am selling uh, test kits, so medical test panels. There'll be eight kits. Each one has about 20 to 40 different panels that they are testing for. And he offered me exactly what I wrote down. Yeah. Exactly what I wrote down. Woohoo. So, woohoo. So, don't yeah. worry about the how or the when. It, it will happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm living proof. I'm living proof. Yeah. And the job sounds like it's, I start on Monday. Woohoo. Like yeah, in yeah, two days. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. Um, I already have a great relationship with a lot of these healthcare facilities because that's what I do as a therapist. I drive around all day long going to different facilities. So yeah. um, I'll yeah. just I'll be out of patient
0: care. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Very excited about it. Yeah, you know what I've realized is mind shift all the time. They're like I, when I go back and look at old notebooks where I've written out my because the way the way I would teach coaching clients to do it is they they they've got a pattern of thought. It's I don't have enough time. I'm behind in my career. I, my schedule is crazy. They have this tape playing and playing and playing, and I have them write all that out, right? So if they're writing out, I don't have enough time, my schedule is crazy, et cetera, I'm so stressed out. It, it, it's literally like I have them, or I w- used to have them like cross out like that sentence, and then underneath it write, I always have plenty of time because I'm really good at planning. Yes, Because if you believe I always have plenty of time because I'm really good at planning, then your brain will make it to... So there's this very interesting thing um, that's powerful about cognitive dissonance when it comes to affirmations. So, for example, uh, this is an article. Maybe I can attach it to the show notes or something. But... um, What we believe about ourselves is so strong that we will make it true if it's not true. So if you uh, know someone who's always trying to lose 10 pounds, for example, their statement that they're always saying is, I need to lose 10 pounds. I need to lose 10 pounds, which is telling their body, we got to hold on to that 10 pounds. Because our belief is that we need to lose ten pounds, so a better way to write that is like, "I'm really comfortable at the weight I, I'm at. I'm I feel great, you know." Because like I need to lose ten pounds is telling yourself all day that you have ten extra pounds, so you have mm-hmm. to keep that true, or it's disconnected from your reality, right? So there's there was a study done, uh, people that don't smoke. They don't crave cigarettes. They don't think about cigarettes when they smell coffee. They don't think about cigarettes. They just don't think about cigarettes. (laughs) People that smoke Mm -hmm. don't really think about it either. They just smoke, right? They smoke when they want to. The people that are tortured are the people that are trying to quit Mm -hmm. because their brain is going, oh, okay, so that means that we have not quit yet, (laughs) which means we can have one, right? Or... Should I feel guilty about that? It's torture, right? Yes. Because they're not in one camp or the other. So when they, when, when people get hypnotized into believing um, I, I'm not a smoker, right? Then it breaks all these connections they have to, like, being a non-smoker means that you just... It's, I don't see myself as a non-smoker. It's like asking me if I know Japanese. It's like, no, I don't. You know, It's just a fact. Like Once you believe you're a non-smoker, your brain doesn't go, well, if I'm not a smoker, I'm not going to have cigarettes in the car. That doesn't make sense. I'm not a smoker. <laughs> but the person in their mind who struggles is the one who's trying to quit. Because it doesn't
2: doesn't register your, they're, non, they're a non-smoker. Right, right. It registers so, so, they're a trying-to-quit person. Right, right. Constantly struggling.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So that's one thing that's very interesting when, when I would try to help people, like, diagnose what their affirmation should be. If they would say, like, so one of the things I want to do is I'm going to try to save more money. And they would write down, I'm trying to save more money. No. It's like, no, no, no. You're like, I'm really good at saving money. You yes, just say it. Because say then you it. start to believe you're really good at saving money. So somebody who's really good at saving money probably doesn't like drunk purse shop at 4 a.m., right? Because they're really good at saving money. Like Those two ideas are so different that, that it's hard to make yourself act on something that's not you in your true belief. Right? So, um, anyway, what I wanted to ask you is uh, you've been doing this, and we jokingly do it when we're here. <laughs> but what are some of yours, and why did you start? Like, what are, you, what are the things that you want to believe about yourself, and what have you learned doing it?
2: Oh, I think for me, it all comes down to self love and self worth. Always. It's always a, mat- a matter of inner knowing and inner. Acceptance and love, um, radical acceptance and grace. Um, so for me, I think I've, I've Nikki sent me some affirmations. I was like, "Listen to these." Okay, the I am affirmations, and I love them. And they're, you know, I, I it's I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am strong. I am confident. And and so it's it's the twenty minutes of affirmations, mm-hmm. um, and so. Yeah, to really, to listen to that on a regular basis and start to put that in your mind and let that be the loop, that self-talk, it it absolutely helps me with self-love and self-worth, worthiness. So that's the ultimate goal for me.
0: Yeah. So let me ask you this. When do you think, because there's a certain point when you're like, you know, 11 years old or whatever, (laughs) you're not, are your kids thinking about affirmations? Your kids? Oh, are my kids. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because I play them out loud. Oh, they are. (laughs) So they don't really get a choice. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Okay, okay. Well, one thing I just realized is like you, I was trying to unpack the other day, like how does your brain just get so full of... The wrong shit, the negative self talk, the wrong shit. Yeah. You know, and so because the, we're
1: our own biggest critic.
0: Yeah, but and also, society and pressure yeah, and oh, media yeah. and yeah. yeah. So when on, people on, are, on, are when people yeah. are resistant to like program, I used to have these coaching clients that would say, "Well, I'm just lying to myself because I don't have a six finger in- income," or "I'm just lying to myself because." So
1: that that is the key: is you you have to be a believe uh, believer. <laughs> you it. Have, to believe you it. have to believe. it. You have to believe it, and you have to be. You have to live in gratitude. Be thankful yeah. for what we have, and I mean, it's easy for us to get down, you know, because of all the stresses of life. But if you really look at your situation, we're all blessed to have running water. Oh yeah, we Absolutely. can take a shower yeah. whenever we want. Yeah, I mean, I think I, the,
2: I think the point there is the gratitude piece, and it's that part totally. is the important part. And then reminding ourselves it. constantly to to be grateful and to have gratitude for. Everything, 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 yeah. everything in our yeah. lives. And then Furnaces you can that work start, in our homes. when you start yeah. to have gratitude for your job, even if you hate your job it, and your coworkers. It's still providing money. Yeah. And, and there's something there that to start to focus on that's positive and be grateful exactly. for. And then you add the gratitude and then those other things, believe it or not, kind of start to fall away. You yeah, don't necessarily hate sure. your job or the people at the job anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Um, some, you know, and if you don't like it, then you need to leave or make a change in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Well I think It guides that, you. Yeah. When when people think it's bullshit, here's what I would say is that messages are coming into your brain from outside forces to try to get you to do things all the time because that's how marketing works, right? Mm. So if you don't decide what you would like to think and then the world is going to tell you, right? They're gonna tell you that your teeth aren't wide enough, that you don't make enough money that you're too fat. That you're too fat. <laughs> that you, you're. I mean, like that you don't have the right tires. Like your children are gonna die because you don't have the right tire. I mean, like marketing is out to cause you to panic and think that you need to buy something, right? And that is a full blown. Go into pieces. Battle that we're in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twenty-four hours a day. If you're on Instagram, if you're listening to the news, Facebook you're being, ads. You're being programmed. You're being talked to about what's wrong with you, and maybe what prescription drugs you should be on, <laughs> or maybe yep. you you're you know you could you should consider that you have this disorder. I mean, like we get so much stuff put into our brains that we're not in control of. So my pitch for getting over yourself and trying affirmations is that it's it's a like your life depends on it. You can either think it's hokey, or you can let the news and media program your brain. Those are kind of your choices. <laughs> because I mean, I'm sounding kind of harsh, but uh, would you say... Sandy, that there's been a day in the last week that you've looked at Instagram for more than two hours over the course of a day?
2: Oh, probably. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not more than two hours. That would okay. be excessive for me quite a
0: bit. Sure. But. Like over the but course I, of the day, 10 minutes? Between Instagram minutes. and Facebook both put together, yeah. probably. And did any sure. of those times make you feel like jealous or like you needed to add something to your life or <laughs> that you were missing out on things? Sure. Oh, yes. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I have fear of missing out.
2: Um Oh, that's a great ad! I need to learn how to make an ad like that. Yeah. <laughs> how they? Yeah. How could they? How did they do that graphic? That's really cool. Or yeah, a comparison. I should
0: join that movement. I yeah. should try to win that contest. <laughs> Why am I not in that show? Why didn't anybody tell me about that show? Who's in that show that I need I'll to come worry about? I wasn't about? invited to that
2: party? <laughs> i <on> over there.
0: <laughs> There's a bunch of people I know in that picture, and they're not with me. Yeah. So what's coming into our brain is coming from everywhere and doesn't really have our best interest in mind, right? There's forces <laughs> at work. So in this day and age especially with so many different messages coming to us, this simple act of like sitting down and deciding what you want to think about and what you want to be is hugely powerful, I think. So the writing and saying of affirmations is so huge and powerful. And I think back like I look back at all these old notebooks and you know there was a whole year where I wrote about being bold all of my lists were like, I am bold. I stand up for myself, which usually means when I go back and look old, at old affirmations, it means like I used to not feel that way. Mm-hmm. I wrote it because at that time I did not feel bold, right? I wrote it and now I look back and I'm like, well, of course I'm bold. <laughs> you know? Now you're bold. That's so silly. But, but at the time when I was writing it, I was like, I'm just gonna write it down. It seems far fetched, but I'm gonna do it, you know? And then I write, I'm bold. I say what I mean at the time that I need to say it, even if I'm scared. You know, I was writing these things out that when I was writing them, they seemed ridiculous. It seemed like, uh, like I'm a billionaire, you know, like that felt like totally. I am bold, you know, totally. felt the same. 100%.
1: Felt the same. Trust me, I was writing out what I wanted for work. <laughs> oh, I yeah. am this, I am this.
2: And <laughs> then taking it even a step further to really further believe it and ingrain it is I am grateful for. Yes. I am yes. grateful That's the for key. That's
1: my the key. job.
2: Well, I am grateful for this $1 billion in my yes. account. Yeah. I, I am grateful and feeling the gratitude and believing in your heart I that you gratitude are is the key. fully abundant.
0: I mm-hmm. am so grateful that Sandy has a billion dollars because she is inviting me and Nikki out on her boat. Yes. I, I can't wait. I Look so good in my bikini on Sandy's boat. <laughs> you are hot as fuck. <laughs> I love painting in that bikini on, on Sandy's the boat. deck of. This boat in the Greek Isles. <laughs> I, am <laughs> I am hot as fuck. I am hot as <laughs> fuck.
1: Just to piss <pick laughs> in My person. legs are amazing. <laughs> my ass is so firm. <laughs> my ass, you, you can bounce a quarter <laughs> off my ass. Or is it a dime? Dime <laughs> off that ass. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Change. Nickel's falling off. Quarter going in. Five nickels coming off. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Nikki's ass is a change maker. <laughs> 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 uh, OK, so this is very serious time to talk about this because um, I don't know about everybody else, but uh, uh, in the last two years, I feel like a lot of our brains have changed. There's all this ambient trauma and not knowing what's going on and probably overconsumption of media to either try to figure out what's going on or try to feel connected. I've turned two. it all off. <laughs> I've <I'm laughs> turned gone. it off I'm and blushing. turned
1: out. So good. It's not good for my brain. Oh, it's not good for, for my mind either. Health. It's it's just done I with filter. It. Yeah. I filter it out yeah yeah
2: i'm almost shut off, but not totally shut off. I filter out and only well I do miss out on things <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> spend it, a small amount okay. of my time
2: researching
0: yeah <laughs> well my well my point is, if you think you can just let it go right there's people out there and uh, my friends that are therapists right now are booked. Do you know what I mean? people yeah. need their bodies worked on people need their brains worked on. Mm-hmm everybody's lost someone (laughs) it's it's a it's a time right Mm -hmm. and so if you think you don't need do you know like you you don't need something to get your mind in order but you find yourself with like dark recurring thoughts or vicious thoughts or jealous thoughts or obsessive thoughts or whatever um you really have nothing to lose by giving it a shot by giving it a shot and the thing is is there was a character on Saturday Night Live that everybody knows, Stuart Smalley. It was played by Al Franken. He would say like, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn people like me, and he would say it in the mirror. And it it gave this sort of like, I'm a big corny nerd if I talk to myself. But there's also rappers. L- like I think about like, I'm a badass bitch. I'm a th- You know, I'm <laughs> like, I. So, so there's that kind of like, this is who I am. I'm just going to tell you that I'm awesome, right? So it doesn't have to be this corny thing and it doesn't have to be this braggadocious thing. It's how can you talk to yourself to where if this were true, if you were kind of writing a little letter to yourself, what is the thing that when you say it, it makes you feel so good, right? So uh, this is where I want to bring in like building the picture behind the affirmation or adding the emotion to the affirmation. Yes. So have you guys done that exercise and if so, tell me about it. Can you repeat that? Yes. So, um, <laughs> if you take an affirmation like um I'm successful and respected by my peers, mm-hmm. right? If that's something that you really want, because maybe in the last few years you felt disrespected by your peers or you felt like not valued by your team or whatever. And you so you're like, gosh, that's what I really need to feel satisfied. I need to feel mm-hmm. respected by my peers. Mm-hmm. I need to feel you know, professional or whatever. Then the picture that you can create is what does that mean? Okay, well, that means that when I walk in the room, people are like, oh, she's here, we can get started. You know, Mm -hmm. like she's the most important person in the room. And when I talk, people are looking at me and going, wow, great point. Mm -hmm. You know, like what does that picture look like? Does it look Mm -hmm. like a raise? Does it look like people reaching out to you to collaborate on projects? You know, and what does that make you feel like? It's like, oh, that's it. Mm hmm. I want to collaborate with people better than me. That is what I want. Mm -hmm. So the real affirmation is like, people that I respect and admire reach out to me for collaborations and I get paid to do it. And then I'm like... (gasps) That's it. it. Sparks the fire. Yeah, what I and that right. for me that's happier. the picture. Yeah. yeah. So
2: that for me is when it's all in alignment. Yes. Exactly. So there yes. you go. When Th- it all it. falls in the line, and that's when we're really free. Our our we're on a higher vibration. We're yeah, on a yeah, higher yeah, frequency. Yeah. That's and when how the we the get law there. Is the power of positive right. thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So yeah. the power of positive thinking, the power of positive one. thought is step one to yes. the manifestation. So when you get there and you do manifest, like Nikki said, she got the job she wanted. She she it. It was all it, the details and, and she got too. it and
1: it was living um, in that but now you feel in alignment because yes. so that she met
2: it didn't start there it no. started with the belief it was coming and the gratitude for it and then that that led to these yes. next things and now there's that feeling of it's you feel in alignment and you feel connected mm. and you're like mm-hmm. yes and the universe mm-hmm. is speaking to me and i'm talking and I, i'm and and you're listening <laughs> and like that's the feeling it's just like you know yeah. for me I get it. If you're like, if you follow the laws of attraction and things like that, Abraham Hicks and those types of theories and philosophies, then you, if the goal is that you're living in alignment 100% of the time, right? I mean, we're human beings and we're flawed. I don't think anybody here that I know can live in alignment 100% of the time, but the closer you get to that, the more you close that gap, you're constantly living in the state of abundant manifestation of what you... Feel, think, believe.
0: Yeah. That's a- the goal. And I will I say, mean,
1: yeah, and I will it, say that it's, it's not easy. It's not an easy it's thing work. to do. And, yeah. and there's times when I catch myself, you know, in a negative situation, and I will, I literally stop, will tell myself, I will speak it out loud stop, stop, change what you're doing. So it resets the Ch- reset the pathways in yep, your brain. Yep. Literally, when I'm going changing down the way your that neurons are rabbit hole. Stop change. And then I will say three things or focus. I I will either say three positive things or try to shift my focus to something that makes me feel good because that is the key feeling good too. Yeah. And sometimes it's just breath, right? Like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
2: it's bringing yourself back to the center. Like, okay, I'm just going to breathe because there's so many extenuating circumstances in our lives daily, minute to minute, moment to moment that can rock that world and throw you right off that. The line mm-hmm. or so out of the vortex, gonna, as the laws of attraction would.
0: Put I'm going to advocate for a second. Uh, a lot of people will go, Oh, I'm supposed to go like, oh, I'm rich, I'm successful. It's like, No, because the way you said that means that you don't, that doesn't matter to you or it mm-hmm. sounds hokey to you. But if and you, you were sarcastic, so you right, don't believe it anyway. it anyway. You're saying believe, in a way you don't believe right. it. Right. So it's things like, I have plenty of, like, maybe your affirmation. So I, I coached this woman for a while who, um, it's like she was always scared. She she made enough money. She <laughs> she had friends, but there was like an insecurity that was very deeply rooted um, from this time in her life. And her and and we went through all these affirmations. And the only thing she ended up needing was, I have everything I need, and I'm safe. I'm so safe and relaxed. Mm-hmm. I have everything I need. And this was a person who you know, uh, her, the people around her were like. I'm, I just won the presidential medal of honor. I just completed my 18th marathon, you know, and she was like, what she needed was I have everything I need and I'm safe yeah. because her mind would get caught in worry mm-hmm. and it was because like, there's not it's enough, that cycle. there's not enough. It's because her enough. brain
1: was wired that way and it's yeah. just, a, it's on replay, repeat. Yeah. That's what we were talking about with the neuroplasticity and focusing on positive things and trying to create, um, trying to create. What I, help me out here? You're putting <laughs> a, new, legs a, new under the t- a new pathway, a new yeah. pathway, a new pathway in the brain, yes, creating exactly. a new groove.
0: Yeah, and also you're putting like. <laughs> There was this great book, I can't remember what it is right now. It, it, it's some very famous book, so I'm sorry I'm sort of plagiarizing it right now, but it's like a table with no legs, and the table says, like, I'm sexy. It's, it's like making fun of affirmations, but it's giving you the example. It's like, if, if you want to believe you're sexy, right, if that's what you want, then, like, what are the legs of your table? It's like, people tell me I'm sexy. I love my body when I look in the mirror. I... Mm-hmm. Feel healthy and turned on when I wake up. And wonder like, what are the legs of the table that support your platform? If I'm sexy, and it was a very good way to be like, okay, there's other belief underlying this, building this Mm -hmm. up. So I need to connect like the main belief with like the evidence underneath it. So you can either focus on the emotion of the. Um, I'll talk about one that. A lot of people say, like, I'm successful. Right. And it's like, well, but that... what
2: are the pillars of the success right. for you?
0: What is that?
1: Is mean? it
2: relationships? Is it yeah. money? Is Does that it... mean
1: that you have a lot of time, freedom of time? Yeah. There you go.
2: Yeah. Is it, is you're traveling because you love what that? Is is that mm-hmm. the success? Is it because you're writing, writing every day? Cause you want to journal every day or yeah. you want to, you want to wa- run every day right. and you're jogging every day and now you're successful. Yeah. And she you so made it
0: happen. The, the reason why that's so important, I think, to connect to emotion and put a platform under is because of the whole world world is selling you a certain picture of success type thing. Hmm. And so sometimes when you get to a certain age and you realize like, oh, you know what? I don't care about that thing that's been sold to me all these years. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't really want a car like that or you know, like I don't really want that lifestyle that's being marketed to me. I need to figure out what actually makes me feel good. Yeah. And so I think one of the one of a very interesting powerful way to do we'll just keep calling them affirmations vision whatever you want to call it is to uh to do it with no physical things more like i feel in tune with the world or i always have plenty of time i get eight hours of sleep you know i love a set of affirmations that calms me because it has nothing to do with like material possessions mm-hmm. or a status or my looks it's more about like i consistently have peace of mind i never dwell in or ruminate on things i have contr- no control over things of know? the past yeah. yes yes because that's where my cut real cut the cords yeah. to
1: those memories <laughs> yes
0: yes i'm i'm good at letting things go yeah right mm-hmm. i'm good at letting things go so this is one of those opportunities I think and I have to I have to break for a minute just because um do either of you listen to the podcast the dollop no okay nope. it's american history podcast these two comedians dave anthony gareth reynolds and uh they talk about american history and uh so in our coaching program we gave every client think and grow rich by napoleon hill right, right. yeah and they Very do a dollop it. <laughs> they do the, they do a dollop on napoleon hill and he was just a crazy-ass swindler, start, <laughs> start to finish. Like, literally, as he and his wife were separating, she was making a bunch of money on a book about how to get men. And uh, and he was broke When in the middle of selling yeah. Think and Grow Rich. He kept getting his money back, but he yeah. was so... It's really funny because there's a... What do you really want? Like, if you really want to get rich, okay, you might get rich. Mm -hmm. You need to understand what's attached to that. Does that mean you're peaceful? Like, if your affirmations are all about being rich Mm -hmm. and suddenly you're like, why am I not happy? It's like, that's not what you were picturing. You were picturing money. Mm. We we're picturing peace. Oh, I'm picturing a lifestyle full of peace. <laughs> <as well. laughs> yes, but there is a difference. That's my point. It's like I think I see a lot of people who picture like my symbol of this is this watch or this. Mm. And and maybe that holds a lot of meaning for you, but the important thing I think is to make sure you're emotionally connected to actually what you want and not just the picture that's been marketed to you that means that to the world. I think it's more about life
1: experiences for me. Um, The things that I want to do cost money. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be able to travel yeah. and see things. And, um, I, I, have been very blessed in my life to, you know, I've, I've been to Africa a couple of times. I've been to Hawaii. I've been to, uh, Mexico a handful of times and the Caribbean. I love to travel, love to yeah. travel. Yeah. And I want to live the lifestyle that will enable me to do that and life experiences do mean a lot to me.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so um, do you guys have Spiritual any- retreats aren't cheap, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't just that saying. funny? <laughs> Paying so much for a spiritual retreat is pretty funny. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I would I, I love to
1: go spend a week somewhere and just oh, yeah. soak up all that. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. It ain't free. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, just so you know, there's sales jobs. If this sales job, does if the it one. works. <laughs> no, but the thing is is there's so many sales jobs where you win trips. Like every yeah, sales job yeah. I've ever had, you win trips. Absolutely. You know, so plenty. If you like sales, you're I mean, good to it's go. so far, I mean
1: I, I the only sales experience I have right now is a year and a half in cannabis sales. And yeah, it yeah, was yeah. great. Yeah. But also um, I've been working with the marketing department for the therapist or for the home care company as yeah, well. Yeah,
0: so Yeah. yeah. Um so, do y'all have a ritual? Like, do you wake up? Like, I, I this company that I used to work for, one of my sales managers had his affirmations like on the refrigerator, hang, laminated, hanging in the shower, on his bedside table, on the back of the door as he was walking out. Like, he read them all the time. They were on his office door. They were in the drawer. You know, what I mean?
2: have a bit of a ritual. It's, What's the ritual? You know, I definitely try to wake up first thing in the morning and. Either, either I, I... So there's a gratitude journal. So either I will get up and write down in my gratitude journal like everything that I'm grateful for or at least 10 things that I'm grateful for. Um, so, Or if I'm not doing that, I may listen to the I am affirmations or some type of a meditation or an affirmation first thing in the morning so that it sets my mind mm-hmm. and my day... Right. So that's kind of my ritual. I do wake up, I'm I mean I'm just really I'm always grateful to wake up and have a new day. So then I get into the nitty-gritty about what I'm grateful for for within the day and try to go forward from there. So that's my ritual. Like what? Oh, and here, you know, manifested my house. I mean, I I remember when I was renting, I was renting an apartment and I wrote down every morning for the two years I lived there. I'm grateful for my house. I am grateful for housing. Yeah, I'm grateful for housing. Yeah, Yeah. I'm grateful for clean water. I'm grateful for fresh air. I'm grateful for the sunshine. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that my daughter is in school today. I'm Mm -hmm. grateful for... My dog's health, I'm grateful yeah. for my mother's health and my father's health, and I'm grateful yeah. for my health and I could just you know and then it goes on from there because initially, and I had suggested it to a friend, and I remember feeling this way myself is like well I don't know if I'm come up with ton things right like oh, isn't that funny like it's so funny <laughs> when you like first accept the idea of gratitude and like Mm -hmm. living in gratitude is just a much more pleasant way to live. (laughs) It's happier. It's full of love. And like, yeah, yeah, right. So it's a whole different life. It's a lifestyle. So it's definitely even a lifestyle change, I'd say. And that's the work. That's the hard part. Mm -hmm. Nikki was talking like it's hard work, right? Because, you know, the, the neuroplasticity in our brain, we're in, we're conditioned. We're, we're brainwashed. Let's not even take it that far. Right. Let's just say we're conditioned. We're patterned. And when, when we see something, hear something, smell something, our thoughts go directly to whatever that groove is that's already there. It starts very young, you know, it starts exactly. at birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Learned behavior and conditioned ways of thinking. It's very much connected to our families, our upbringings, our culture, our society, a lot of things. So, yeah, yeah. Right. So then when you're learning that, you can think outside of that box, yeah, it's, that's the work, is, oh, be, even the awareness. Let's start with being aware awareness. that we can think outside yes. of that box.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> so, so here's my, here was my, like, lightning bulb, light bulb, or lightning bolt, one of those moments with one of my coaching clients, who probably made about $400,000 a year, and he did mortgages at this large bank, and, um, and he also did, like, I think some business loans or something. So and he was, was successful, well, no, because he was miserable, <laughs> miserable it's all dude. about your attitude. He was miserable, mm. and, and it's because he hated his boss, and he was competing with right. this other guy in town, mm-hmm. and is is no kids gratitude, schedule. no gratitude. So, so, so I was. He knew that a different, different angle, from his buddy. job. Yeah. So, so my <laughs> challenge for him, his drive to work was like ten minutes. Oh wow! I'm like. I'm grateful your, for a 10 minute drive to work no 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 i was i was <laughs> like when you leave the house the and go to work you need to find th- the whole way there like i'm glad i have this job I'm grateful that I have a car. Right. I'm lucky to know people in the area. You know, and he was like, oh, I can't I'm feel happy that much work time. Or from just home. having the ability like, to be able to work. Yeah, that but, is a but, blessing in itself. Oh, absolutely. He was, uh, he was so blocked. Yes. He was so blocked that that 10 minutes, he was like, there's no way, there's no way. And once he started doing it, he was like, okay, okay, this isn't stupid as I thought it was. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, I'm trying to get him, to, like I'm trying to get him to leave work and to, in order to clear, get himself Right before he got back to his family, just like, um, I'm so glad I don't have to take my work home with me. I can't wait to see my kids. You know, just like, you've got to get yourself into... I'm good at shifting from work to home. Mm -hmm. Like, anything that he'd be like, what I'm not good at is this. I'm like, well, you're just telling yourself that. There's nothing wrong with just telling yourself something different. Like, just because you're telling yourself, like, I suck at this, you can also tell yourself, (laughs) I... I'm good at this. Like it's not. You're not finding the silver lining in situations. Well, yeah. And let yeah, me yeah. just yeah. put the
1: plug in. Let me just put the plug in. Okay, put the plug in. I'm gonna put the plug in. <laughs> okay. And and okay,
2: the recent Enthneo fast that we just that we just had here. And oh yeah, in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So here's the plug: is microdosing. Yeah. And is known to help open up those pathways, right? Oh, yeah. Like that's the whole point of it: is mm-hmm. helping to. Increase flexible thinking, open up new neural pathways, being open to new ideas, starting with the way we self-talk, and like yeah. so. Hey, I'm all about the affirmations, but honestly, I'm putting the plug in for people who are using psychedelics to heal, to heal trauma, to heal brain, amen. Not even brain trauma, but mm-hmm. just mental and emotional and spiritual anguish to yeah. to yeah. overcome it, to help. Yes. Yeah. Get through those hoops. So there you are for the power of positive thinking and affirmations and adding something that medicinal to
1: it at the together can, I mean,
2: can really help. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of research that shows that.
1: A lot. We, we, um. Use this with stroke patients all the time, not not uh psychedelic medicine <laughs> but just but
2: just think about how much quicker they might recover oh if you gosh. added psychedelic medicine to neurodevelopmental treatment n d t treatment that we right. use with patients who have had strokes who have had brain lesions or brain trauma, and mm-hmm. it's affected their their motor pathways exactly. their neur- their neurons the way it works, not just motor pathways lots lots of things
0: yeah, yeah, and so if you're listening to this and you're, and you're the first three or four that come to your mind, don't ring true. Think about, um, like one of the most powerful ones that I ever started with was I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And it was this thing that I needed because I was always like, thinking about what had happened before or am I on the right path or what are mm-hmm. we doing next weekend and like I, I never felt like I was in the present moment I always felt like I was living something out in my head and you know and questioning the time what I are. was doing you know <laughs> and, and that relaxing into like this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now with like certainty I'm just certain that I'm in exactly the right space and it's such a calming, like, this is the part of the movie in my life where I'm sitting in the kitchen with Sandy and Nikki. This is, I'm supposed to be in this scene. <laughs> I this am is in from, the right place am at the, the right time. I am in the right time, time. yes. <laughs> Things are always working out for my they, greater good. They are, they are, they are. But, okay, so here's another way I thought of it is um, I was, I can't remember what book this was in, but if you picture are you lying to yourself or not, right? Uh, I had a few coaching clients in the past who would say like I just don't believe in that because I'm just lying to myself I don't sell 30 cars a month I sell 7 cars a month I'm like yeah but there are people who work there who sell 30 cars a month which means it's possible and they work the same hours as you so like he believes he sells 30 cars a month you believe you sell 6 cars a month so let's start (laughs) with his cognitive dissonance if he does not sell 30 cars a month he feels weird if you do not sell 6 cars a month you feel weird It's like Mm -hmm. until you believe that you sell 30 cars a month, your brain will not let you. That's why when certain belief uh, things are triggered, like for years and years and years and years, people thought people could only run a certain, um, like the mile. Remember when the mile was broken? Like people said there was no four minute mile. Nobody could run a four minute mile. Mm. And then somebody did. Mm -hmm. And then everybody did. Because people just did not believe that, and a guy recently did that with Marathon. Do you remember that? This past year, mm-hmm. a guy set the record for the fastest marathon ever. Oh, wow. No, I, d- I wasn't I d- aware didn't of that. This either. Yeah. So as soon as somebody, like, believes something, then everybody, it it's opens achievable. the door to achievable. the belief. Mm-hmm. Right? So knowing that that's possible, why wouldn't it be possible that you could go from I'm just terrible at those kind of things to... I could probably be good at those things <laughs> like why not give yourself a chance to you learn to be this way mm-hmm. at some point you went from believing something to believing this thing that you believe the only reason why you would continue to believing like to hold on to beliefs that harm you is it's familiar. It's familiar, yeah. or or it's similar. Yeah, it's familiar. It's what or you you're know. Just, it's, it's a habit. habit. You're It's in habit, habit. habit. Right. or maybe you're just tuning in, and you're just hearing about this for the first time. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm about to turn, or I'm about to celebrate my 50th birthday, and I think about how many people that I know that resist the idea that they can have a better attitude
1: mm-hmm.
0: or they resist the idea that they resist they can, the
2: idea that having the better attitude could make them feel better
0: right. <laughs> or, and or improve or have, their situation improve their life Right, and yeah. a lot of it is attached strictly to they kind of feel too cool for it mm. you know it's sad it's a machismo <laughs> maybe so maybe so <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but yeah. So um, what are your regular morning affirmations? Do you both have them? Do you know them by heart? I mean, yeah, so I have a
1: ritual, too, that I do. OK, I, um, what's your ritual? So usually, I will lay in bed and kind of visualize my perfect day before I get out of bed. I like to visualize oh. my perfect day takes about five minutes yeah yeah um then I get up and when I'm in the shower that's when I say my affirmations yeah okay so in, in the, the shower. shower and as I'm getting ready I'm saying them to myself or listening my boobs to them. feel great my <laughs> boobs are growing <laughs> even though I'm 41 ah. <laughs> my I have best. increased a full cup size <laughs>
0: My bathtub is so clean. It's so clean. My bathtub is so clean. This drain totally works. <laughs> <laughs> there is no hair in <laughs> the drain. My hair never falls out. So I'm joking now. <laughs> we're joking because the other day we were like feeling really technically stupid. We were trying to do the video. It was a struggle. We couldn't get the video to work. We couldn't get the sound to work. Every device that we were working with started updating at the same time or taking turns updating. It was <laughs> very very frustrating <laughs> so we just started saying i am a technical genius <laughs> i know how to use technology but we were being sarcastic you know because we're Aww. trying but the but the, no we're right the voice, we sarcastic. Our tone of voice i need to because, fix that yeah but but really the the truth is is think about how much more you know about the technology of recording I than tec- you did last year i am technologable i am knowledgeable. Look at that! Yes. she
1: made up a word and shit. <laughs> She made up <laughs> a word shit. It's <laughs> a great
0: word. Oh my god! Okay, so tech- I do knowledgeable. I do several little rituals. Driving to work. Driving is another great. Driving time. to work. I'm always like, oh, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm so grateful for this day. I'm so grateful for whatever I'm going to learn today. I. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be generous today. I'm going to mm-hmm. be kind. I'm going to be so patient today. <laughs> I'm going to have fun, really, no matter what, like a suspicious amount of fun. Like people are going to wonder if I'm really working. <laughs> but I'm going to work really hard, and I'm going to get a lot of stuff done. And I kind of I talk out my day as I'm driving. Um, if I'm at home, uh, like I've been writing, mm-mm-mm. let's see. Like this day, this is October 8th. This was what I wrote this day. So for me, the saying out loud is important because it's you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. You're telling yourself um, what... You're programming your own brain. Plus, you have to kind of do that for how you talk about other people and how you believe other people talk about you. It sounds so weird and layered, but... It's actually really helpful, like, um, because there's certain, to this day, there's certain rooms I go into and I go like, I'm not welcome. There's going to be conflict there. That person has something out for me. It's in my head. I know it's in my head, but you know what it's like, probably, Mm -hmm. both of you, if you've got a weird feeling about someone in the room, and you're going in, you feel it. The energy's Mm -hmm. there, and you know that everybody else feels it, too. Do you guys both, can you relate to that? Yes. Going into a room with, like, someone that you have a weird conflict with, and you know it's in your head. Sandy, we've both been married are thinking i don't know
1: I if I i've ever walked into a room and felt, i'm like because mm. here's me like i probably wouldn't go
2: where i didn't feel welcome so mm. i don't necessarily run into those feelings very often but not yeah, even at you know. work
1: well i do home care girls so like i'm yeah. driving around in my car by myself yeah, all but day think about when you go into people's homes or yeah. in some of those facilities yeah no
2: you I, I yes where it's just like yeah it's it's like okay i've got to like put you know yeah i hear that
0: it well I think think it's awkward, or you what, have to... What, yeah, or like if you've had a adjust. conflict with someone, and you've had a conflict with someone, and you are going to see them the next time, and what is going on when you talk to yourself... Okay, there's a great book, by the way, called What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Hempsteader, I think is, is who it is. I hope I got the name right. Shad Hamsteader. What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, and it's... Um, it's a very good book on this topic. So if you're looking for a great book, um, we've never done that book on this show. We could be doing it right now. We kind of are. We kind of are. <laughs> we don't have it right in front of us, but this is one of the books that I've learned. But if you are saying, um, I'm sure they want the best outcome. I'm sure they respect my opinion. Right? Mm-hmm. If that's the way you're going into a meeting where like you assume that everyone is welcoming and loving... But that's not what I'm saying to myself sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to prove my point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a stand. I'm not, not going to let anybody approach. walk on me. Yeah. And that is a... That's that, a defensive approach. Yeah, and it's, yes. but it's just what I'm telling myself that this scene is going to be about, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to go in there and I'm not going to let that person fuck with me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, why would I be thinking that right now? Yeah. Why do I have my fists up in so the air? So that's when
1: you're like, stop.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's where I would say I'm going to have compassion
2: and understanding for these people and their needs and really try to enter into a situation. Whereas I don't, you know, because conflict resolution for me or problem solving even before there's conflict is like really important. So, yeah, like. I'm trying to think of, I don't, I can't think of that many situations in my life where I felt like I really awkward having to approach anybody because there was a conflict. And now we can, like, I try to resolve it in the moments, mm-hmm. right? Like right away so that I don't have to That's come, damn feel. That's good. I try. I mean, so I can't think, like, I'm in my mind trying to think, is there any place person where I would go and feel super like awkward or weird? And honestly, the answer is no, because, well, except for my ex-husband <laughs> <laughs> that's not on me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be yeah. happy to see him. <laughs> right. But, um, outside of that, honestly, I can't, because I try, if I'm having an issue with somebody, I just want to resolve it right now. Yeah. And yeah. come to
0: an understanding and yeah, have and compassion is, for each which other. Which is If amazing it's possible. Because, um, my experience in the world is that a lot of people, uh, but then again, I call, I call insurance clients that have lapsed. Right. And, they're immediately ready to be mean to me because i represent money they don't want to spend right and i'm aware of this and i'm aware that it's not personal mm-hmm. right and so it's when i took over this job <laughs> these people i work with were like listen nobody wants to do this job <laughs> like you're calling people who canceled or lapsed they either don't have money or something terrible happened or whatever and or they're just going to want to ignore you. They're going to pretend like they don't know what you're talking about. You know? And, and I, you know, But some of them will be like, oh, shoot, I meant to fix my bank account. I'm glad you called. And then you'll be helpful and it'll be great. <laughs> and so I'm very aware that a lot of times uh, people need somebody to lash out at and mm-hmm. I'm a stranger on the phone. So what they're going through and what they're taking out on me has nothing to do with me, right? But if you don't know that and you find yourself, this is the reason why so many new young salespeople just quit immediately Mm -hmm. is because they, they take all this rejection and they internalize it like, everyone in the world hates me and I'm super annoying. But really it's just I entered that person's bubble Mm-hmm. They were already really frustrated with their life. And I was standing there. Oh, I know all about that. Oh, yeah.
1: I worked in a hospital for four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. As a,
1: and the last thing people want to do when they're sick and they're there and they don't feel good is get up out of bed and take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been called been every name in the book. People have thrown things at my head. You duck quick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. reflexes now. But... Going living through that, you learn that don't take it personal. You can't. Oh, yeah. You don't oh, yeah. know what they are going through. Yeah. You just you're just the person that is there in that yeah. moment in time. You're an easy target. And yeah. you can so, apply that to any life circumstance any life with any, any other Anything. person, any time,
2: always. Right? I'm always. I have I Like it's never about you. It's always oh, it's yes, always about always them. And, and then you are always about you. Oh yeah. <laughs> totally. Sure. Your feelings, your thoughts, your response to mm-hmm. the circumstance and all those
0: things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So um, we're all performers in different ways—dancing, um, and comedy, and music, and making the videos and everything. <clears throat> One of the things I've realized over the years of, you know, doing comedy, doing shows. Um, hosting shows, singing, things like that, is my right-before-I-go-on-stage self-talk is critical Mm -hmm. if my mind is not right. And so some people will see me standing off the side of the stage right before I go on, like writing and writing and writing and writing. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole bunch of just like, well, first, before I tell you what mine are, do you have any right-before-you-perform type I need to get my head right if not that's okay but for me I need to believe like I look good I feel good people are into this or are you just so used to it is it second nature to you now these are
1: great questions they are wow. they are and I would say because we've been doing it for so many years we don't think about it much. I don't, yeah. really. in I don't fact sometimes I much. find myself on stage thinking about other things and being like no get back to where you are yeah <laughs> Yeah, control that brain. Bring it back to the present
0: moment. So the yeah. the idea of like belly dancing in front of three hundred people isn't really like <laughs> making you nervous. You're thinking about making a casserole later. Or I, <laughs> honestly, I belly dance for uh, yes. No, it doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. See, like before I go on stage at the Arc or whatever, I <laughs> or for whatever I have to believe like that there's no way I can fail. Like there's mm. no way one mm. person, at least one person in that room is going to like me. Yeah. Everybody needs to laugh. They're These all pulling for me.
2: Would have helped me a ton. Um, 15, I, 15, 15 years, years ago, ago exactly. 10 years ago, even 10 years. <laughs> Knowing absolutely. what I know
1: now, of course, everything, I think I just worked through it and I'm like, yeah. there's always going to be people that don't like what I'm doing. Oh, well,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm having fun what I'm doing and that's really why I'm up here doing it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But that feeling of, like, if every comedian that I know and every singer has had that feeling before where you're oh, on stage and 100%. all of a sudden you're like, they're not with me. Should I try to get them back? Now I feel desperate. Now they can feel that absolutely. I'm desperate. And if you can't get out of that loop and mm-hmm. just relax and be mm-hmm. like, you know what, that's their experience. I just need to control, like... I'm just going to make sure my breathing is right and that I'm slowing down my speech and I'm loving everybody in the room. Like I can't control what they're doing. Right. I don't know what happened right before I came out here. I don't know where they came from on their drive. Like I don't know any of that. So whatever, if you get in your head. And you start to believe like the crowd has turned on me
1: <laughs> or, or
0: they're not with me. They don't get me. Or do I look weird or should I not have worn this? Like any oh, of I've those thoughts that creep Absolutely. in. So I have to just, especially before big shows or our shows I'm hosting, I have to just be like everybody, the truth is, it's just a ridiculous thing to do to stand up and do stand-up comedy. Like, it's ridiculous. (laughs) No one's going to remember me if I'm hilarious and no one's going to remember me if I fail. Like, I, in that moment, could have been someone's favorite comedian they've ever seen. The next day they will not know who i am right <laughs> and so why am i putting so much fucking pressure on myself and you know it's like so true. it's like oh my god this has to be perfect it's like well they're going to be slightly entertained yeah. and maybe they'll see you again someday. And it's okay if you mess it's up fine you just, you just yeah. keep on going everybody loves a good story about bombing or like your top falling off or like <laughs> whatever yeah. but if you get into that this has to be perfect or i you suck just can't. like you can't you can't you have to tell yourself There is no better. such thing as perfect. Yeah. And this is about confidence.
2: This is about confidence. And for me, I mean, truth be told, is for as long as I've been doing this, I don't always have the confidence. So, sure, could I actually, this is, I'm learning right now as we go. Because even though at my age, I can still lo- learn new things in a in And to, I probably should self-talk and tell myself, I am confident. I am going to nail this. This is going to be the best show I've ever done or the best class I've ever taught or the people are going to love, you know, and like go into it that way would probably affect the outcome of the class or the show or the performance for sure. And I I mean, because I, we were like, well, we've done it for so long. We don't even think about it. We're just getting out and doing it. I'm going to try to put this into my repertoire in my mind, in my ritual, in my brain to yeah. tell myself these things and, and and believe that I'm confident and that I'm having a great time and I look great and people love me and they're accepting of what I'm doing and you know all these yeah. things to, so that the outcome then
0: is better in my mind. Because <laughs> yeah. that's the
2: right, that's what matters is how I feel about it.
0: Oh, I also have, I have a whiteboard in my office with, statements on it and I have a whiteboard in my kitchen like if I'm prepping the whiteboard is like on the fridge so I can see it and I spent so much time figuring that one out because I wanted it to be about like I think it's like I radiate health um, I radiate like health I radiate generosity I always have plenty of time like I was looking for this lifestyle kind of Th- this is what i wanted to feel like and the kitchen was where i wanted to get my mind like okay you're here you're cooking you know so this is a very interesting level we've talked about basic like i am confident i am beautiful i'm successful right then we talked about putting legs under so if sandy like i am confident like Here's a few legs for your table. <laughs> um, <laughs> you seem really confident, and you do things that confident people do. <laughs> Isn't it funny that I don't feel it though? Right, like that sometimes well, I don't. Yeah, but it might come across that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. or maybe you're maybe you're you're not like because in my experience, I guess confident is a verb. Like con- mm-hmm. saying you're confident, and not taking action, is sort of like maybe you're just. Like the brave person is scared a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like the not brave person is act not trying anything. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So
2: brave and trying even though you might not feel 100% Hundred percent about
0: it. Yeah, it's like bold. Like, Didn't you have bold, bold as one of your aspirations? You're bold. Yeah. You're brave. I am bold <laughs> because you're never. Because that's really it with sales, with comedy, with all that. Is you have to believe. Like but
2: you're bold. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter
0: if I get rejected. Doesn't really matter if I. If you're auditioning for things, it doesn't really matter if I get it. I'll audition for something else. Like exactly. It doesn't really matter. Like Just I'm, enjoy I'm doing the it because process. I enjoy it. Trying yeah. to enjoy the process. I'm doing it yeah. because I
2: love it. I'm doing it yeah. because it brings mm-hmm. me joy. If exactly. it brings you
0: joy too. Awesome. Go for it, yeah. awesome, yeah, so we talked about a couple things. I'm gonna to try to tie it up a little bit here um, if you've never if you've thought this was hokey or a long time ago you read a hokey book and you're like, that's some bullshit. I would recommend that you open your mind and try it again, unless you already love exactly the way your life is, and you love <laughs> the way your brain works. It's worth looking into. Uh, you can call it something else. If you don't like the phrase affirmations, you can call it self-talk. You can meditation. call it meditation. meditation you can yeah. call it, uh, yeah, it's it's whatever. You're training your mind by deciding what you want to think about, right? Um, if you're a biblical person, there's a great verse. I cannot, I think it's Philippians. I can't remember. Maybe it's James. But it's whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is trustworthy. Do you know this verse? Think on such things. So there was this summer in the 90s when I was selling books. That verse was just like, oh, this is the simplest thing in the world. This is being asked to like just keep your mind. Mm-hmm. On what is good, what is true, what is lovely, what is trustworthy? Because if not, you can be like, our government's fucked up and everybody's dying. I almost broke my ankle the other day because I stepped off the curb wrong, and you know what I mean. Like you can really focus. You, it's a choice, right? So. Um, I started an analogy a minute ago and I didn't finish it because I'm a little stone, just a teeny bit stone. So, are we going to light um, up that second joint? Yes, it's right there. It's ready. It's right there. I have a bunch of rogue joints uh, that were misrolled, or I, they look beautiful, but I guess they were misrolled from the farm. We're right in the middle of harvest, so my very generous caregiver boss was like here's a bag full of rogue joints and I took them it's just wonderful and speaking of microdosing let me tell you about microdosing (laughs) and harvest because I'm almost 50 years old and have been tromping through fields for like 40 hours this week (laughs) and microdosing is like superhuman food it's I snack a little bit during the day, but I'm like bright and shiny and like a freaking workhorse. It's just so true. It's awesome. Anyway, here's the reason why it's a choice and you're not lying to yourself. If you were to go to a party and you've got a video camera, in this room... There's all these people dancing and laughing. And the music's great. In this room, there's good smells. There's cooking. There's all this stuff going on. And people are snacking and toasting and everything. Outside, there's a bonfire. There's some people playing the drums. And in the corner over there, uh, near the bathroom, there's this couple breaking up. And they're both crying. And they're bawling. And in that room right next to them, there's this girl who got just way too drunk. And so you turn on your recorder, and you just point it at that. And somebody goes, how was the party? And you say, it sucked, right? Because you focused on the one thing that sucked. (laughs) And truly, your mind is got choices. You have choices. And if you don't choose, um, what is marketed to you is designed to create fear and lack. If marketing, which is very, very prevalent, did not create fear and lack. You would not feel a need to go out and buy things because if you feel like you're pretty, you don't feel like you need like upper arm cream. <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you unless you feel really, really or bad about it. Mature makeup <laughs> mature that mature doesn't makeup. Set in your, settle into your wrinkles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we fall for it. So, in other words, just like I'm really just naturally beautiful. I radiate. You know, I never need makeup. Like whatever you're telling yourself is true. So. If you're not telling yourself those things, the world will tell you things, right? Mm -hmm. Or the voice of your late significant other or the voice of your father or your brother that you used to be competitive with or that coach that made you feel like shit. Those things are in your mind. And if you find yourself replaying conversations from like a girl that broke up with you 15 years ago or- Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Stop. Stop. Cut those ties. Stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Cut that cord so Maybe we're gonna cutting we're gonna we're gonna play a little game here in closing <clears throat> wherein we we do a round of affirmations you'll say one you'll say one, I'll say one, and some of these will be affirmations that we really believe and we use on a regular basis, and then some of them will be stuff that's so ridiculous at this point that we'll have to laugh and we'll see which one is which <laughs> so um so uh I'll start um I, I'm loving life right now. I am confident. I have many dance partners. Oh, you
2: do. That's true. <laughs> I,
0: I love, love it. it. I love it. <laughs> I'm really good at making soup. I'm really good at cooking, period. I dance every day. Yeah. I trust the government to do what's best for me. (laughs) See, here's the thing. This is when you have to be sure that you're doing this right. That feels sarcastic to me because it's too far out of the realm of what I believe to be true to be true. Like, I can't just be like, I'm going to be a surgeon next year because like, that doesn't make any physical sense to me, right? I'm going to jump out of a plane tomorrow night. Like, mm, that's a little, you know, so within the realm of, It's not like, I wish I trusted my government to do what's right, but there's not enough evidence for me. That would be my own deception, right? But to say, I guard my mind from negative news, or I focus on the best parts of my community, right? Because if I start focusing on what's wrong with the government or whatever. So uh, it was kind of a joke. I do not trust the government to have the best (laughs) interests in mind. But it is something that I wish I could believe, you know? So it's a scenario of growth. Okay, let's do another one. Um, uh, I feel lean and focused. I am healthy. I am strong. I have such great projects in the works right now. All my
1: organs are perfectly placed and functioning properly.
0: Oh wow! Okay, Ooh. that's interesting. Why did you say that about the organs? <laughs> <laughs> because I want to make sure everything is working everything the, way, be in it the right way it should. Way. Be. <laughs> okay, is there organ help. movement going on? In no, some people? but there. Yeah, they're, when you move, when you uh, exercise, and absolutely. when you move your body. Absolutely. After you been been have a chance, baby, yeah. are you kidding me? Big <laughs> shift. Big okay. okay. shift. All right. All right. On. I'm just uh, you know. Do you guys realize that in early America, like when bicycles were invented. Uh, every no one wanted women to ride because they believed that your uterus floated around and it would be destroyed by bicycles be destroyed by trains wow, women weren't allowed in cars wow. i mean organs do prolapse <laughs> just saying sure <laughs> i have no prolapsed organs all of my organs are perfectly placed perfectly placed what if all of my affirmations were just about organ placement hey, i'm a big one on health <laughs> i want to live a
1: long time oh yeah <laughs> we do and and, and i want to live a healthy life i don't i don't want to yeah. live a long time if i'm like you know not able to do the things that i love i sleep so well Oh, i, s- I wake up every morning feeling well rested yeah yeah i eat healthy food
0: I take healthy poops. I give healthy poops, <laughs> and Nikki takes them <laughs> like a banana. She has a collection of my stool. It's really weird. It's on display at a local art gallery. Uh, uh, and then, I, and then, I
1: on occasion I have to bring her. To this collection, and mm. say, "You see, Shelley, look, not enough water this day. Sure, Ugh. something Too terrible much happened dairy to you this day. day. Come on, this bro.
0: this was <laughs> this day was literally a shit show, like, <laughs> literally. Um, I am in complete financial peace. I have a perfect credit score." My relationship rocks. (laughs) I'm friends with Quentin Tarantino.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have an orgasm every day.
0: Oh, congratulations.
1: (laughs) My skin is soft and supple.
0: I look 30 years old. Oh, my God. I don't want to feel 30 years old. That's for sure. That was I an anxiety mess. You know, 30s were hard. Yeah. 30s, were, 30s were the hardest decade for me. Right. Thus yeah. far. For real. <laughs> for real. Um, I attract multiple
2: eligible bachelors for dates.
0: Ooh. Oh, yeah. Huh. People give me chocolate. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My, I've been getting chocolate bars from my patient for, like, the last week. Aww, Actually, you know, have awesome. the for me. See, it's in the realm it's funny, of possibility. They,
0: several of them have, were expired. Oh. But I I, but I appreciate the chocolate oh, anyway. I have a really good manifestation story. So I've been doing this holiday show, uh, Ebert and Friends holiday show, The Ark. Check it out. Uh, and 51st Jokes is back on, too. And kind of like you guys, like the idea of getting back up and... Um, uh, so the idea of like getting up and being funny in front of a bunch of people isn't really that bad. But what am I going to wear? Every year I'll just be like paralyzed. What with like, am I going to wear? What am? I, it's going to be the one day a year like 400 people are going to be looking at me. I need to have curled hair. I need to wear lipstick. I need to wear a dress of some sort. And I'd just be like paralyzed. And so and starting probably in... Whatever 13 years ago was. I don't know, 2007? 2006? What was it? Oh anyway, um, <laughs> I have a perfect memory. <laughs> my memory. Awesome my brain math. is sharp as a jack. <laughs> I don't feel old at all. Um, I no, remember but everything. I remember everything. Today is Saturday. <laughs> anyway, um, I started writing down that people dressed me like that I didn't have to worry about dressing myself, and that I got styled. And it was such a fun thing to picture, was mm-hmm. that people dressed me, right? And then I met Libby, um my friend Libby, and uh, was just out at top of the park one night and joking with her, and she said something about this hat I had on. And I'm like, I'm glad you like it because I wear it every day because I don't have it. you know, I was just kind of like drunk and joking about how. I've gotten to be an adult without, like, really getting good at dressing myself ever. And she goes, oh, I'm a personal shopper, and I've been wanting people to practice on. So she literally came over, cleaned out my closet, took bags and bags of stuff away, took me shopping, got me all these things that I would never have worn, you know, and started dressing me, right? Then I started shopping at Muse, this store in, um, used to be in Ipsy, it closed during COVID, Tanya, I walk in, and one year I walk in, and I'm kind of like, "Oh, we had the my birthday party there. Mm -hmm. Do you remember?
1: I was there. You
0: were there. You tried Mm -hmm. on fancy things. Was
1: I? I I know. Wasn't she there? there.
0: You were there. I thought you were there. But a lot of because Dory, we all we all like were there. Anyway, um, they loved having. I took my mom to one of them, and. I walked in one day, like, very timidly, like, hey, I don't know if you've heard of the Ebert and Friends holiday show. You know, like, she and I, uh, we do this show. She's like, oh, I would love to dress you both. Like, I was coming Aww. in there to, like, meekly beg to see if we could maybe borrow a dress, you know. And she's like, oh, my gosh, let's just set up a day where I pull some looks. And so we kept, Erin and I came back, and Tanya had a rack of, like, little tiny Erin-sized things and a rack. And we get to change, like like I had not only a dress per night but like other dresses right oh that's it she picked them all out for me and then my friend Lauren started coming in my friend Lauren is always like dressing me and for like the cowgirl cabaret like all these things Lauren would show up the night of the show and come to the back door of the arc with like four or five dresses and hand them to me <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tanya from Muse also dressed me for three 50 First jokes. Like she's like come over here there's something I'm going to give you and she she gave me this like leather jacket with all these sparkles and studs and an eagle in the back and everything that I wore on stage. And I and the, and I wrote I wrote it down. I wrote down people dress me. I have like a dresser. And and it wow. That totally it. Awesome, <laughs> it totally sure. did. It totally that is it's such it. a fun one. Yeah, you such it, such is a, it is a fun win. one. I know. That is a super oh. another fun one was uh because with reeds and weeds i really love you know having authors on and i love it when everything lines up like the author writes about weed and is also an activist and also wants to be on the show and all that stuff when all that comes together it's just so fun and so I, i wrote in my vision um for reeds and weeds like authors reach out to me because they want to feature their book on my show. And that happened twice this year so far. So one was um, The Adventures of the Great Nablinski, and it was about this little gnome who... Grew up in the land of Sensimia, and he was on this big adventure, and I got to talk to this author, and he had a big bird on his shoulder while he was talking to me. It was crazy. He was smoking weed the whole time. He lives in this tiny town in Canada, so that happened. Then a famous uh, music biographer reached out to me and said he, like he had just done a biography with um, about Freddie Powers, and could the famous music biographer and Freddie's widow come on Weeds and Weeds? I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then it was this great book. It came with this album. I cried through the whole thing we met, this man who's like you know, written biographies about all these famous musicians and uh and the wife of Freddie Powers, and they came on the show, so that's one of those things that, as soon as it was out there, as soon as I wrote it down, it was. It was pretty real right away. So saying things out loud programs your brain. If you're the type of person, I think writing is powerful. So I do a lot of just writing, like, this is what I believe is going to happen, as if I'm writing a letter to myself um, or a diary. And if you're open-minded to this now, and it sounds fun, and you want to have fun with it... um, Here's a couple of little guidelines. There's not a lot of rules. It's more about how it makes you feel. Um, Take the word like want or hope or need out of it and just say it as if it's already true. Um, For example, instead of saying... I want to lose 20 pounds, or I want to make more money, that puts your mind in the mindset of, I still want that thing. So it put, it's training yourself to believe that you do not have it yet, which is a different circumstance than having something. So I'm holding this microphone that's not imaginary. If I was saying, I wish I was holding a microphone, it would mean that I was not holding it, right? It's a different feeling. So my point is, instead of saying, I want to lose 20 pounds, if you're 160, you just say, like, I'm so comfortable at 140 pounds. I feel really good now that I'm 140 pounds. Like you have to believe you're 140 pounds. Because if not, then you're believing you're 160 pounds mm-hmm. with 20 pounds to lose, which is sending your brain different. So put it in I am. Not I want to make more money. I make this much money. So it's claiming like it's the present moment. Attach it to emotions so that you feel what it would be like for it to be real. Put legs underneath it, like give yourself evidence and pictures around it, um, and uh, and then actually get really silly with it because saying things like "I want to dress me" or you know, "I'm sexy" or "I've got a great ass" or whatever is just as important, I think. Um, so yeah, and then let us know, uh, let us know how it's going out there with your affirmations. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, any final thoughts, ladies? Thank you, Shelley. You're I'm grateful luck. for the
2: opportunity to be on Reeds and Weeds. I love me Reeds too. and Weeds. Yeah, thank
0: you. Me too. We'll dance together soon. This yeah. has been so fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me out. I'm so glad. Okay. Bye, everybody.